my life, Lord, be glorified. In my life, Lord, be glorified. In my life, Lord, be glorified. Take the glory. Take the praises. Take the honor. Take it all. Take it all. For those of us that were part of the first service, I'm sure, like me, we're all thoroughly blessed. But like with God, He's ready to go as much or as deep as we want to. And by the special grace of God, we're going to have our prophet speak to us. Before it comes up, I want to encourage every one of you, put your mind state where God will speak to you. Discard every prejudices. Open up your heart and get sent for the man of God coming to deliver the mandate of heaven into your life. I'd like you to just take one prayer. Matthew chapter, open your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 21 verse 38. I want you to just look at something before he comes up to make you understand the importance of your inheritance. Matthew 21, verse 38. It says, But when the husbandmen saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him. And what? Let us seize on his inheritance. Listen to me. Your inheritance is so precious, the enemy is ready to kill you for it. Do you understand? Unfortunately, many of us don't even understand what we have. But I'm praying for everyone, and you pray for yourself, that before these three days are over, what is so precious that you can't see, may God show you. Because if you don't see it, you won't value it. And if you don't value it, it will not profit you. Lift up your voice to heaven and say, Father, every precious inheritance before three days are over open my eyes to see them go ahead and pray beginning from this service lord what you have posited what you have deposited what you have prepared what you have prepared for me that great inheritance that the enemy is running after me for making my life so turbulent no wonder some of you are going through so many battles so many storms because of your inheritance pray to god in three days reveal to me in three days deliver to me don't let my life remain the same are you praying my labor so say pata shadagaba what you have prepared to make my life glorious what you have prepared to make me a shining star lord in three days reveal to me every enemy after my life father in three days silence them every power pursuing my heritage pursuing my inheritance oh god in three days silence them thank you my father blessed be your holy name in jesus mighty name Jesus, joy, brethren, let's put our hands together as we welcome Prophet Samuel Olaika to the podium. Hallelujah. 
are so blessed that we have to come out and join you. Let's lift our hands and bless God for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Come on, open your mouth and say, Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. You are good and your mercies endure forever. You are good and your mercies endures forever. You are good and your mercies endures forever. You are good, Lord. Your mercies endures forever. Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I stand. I stand in awe of you. Lord, I stand. of the earth and inhabitants are like grasshopper before him. Over to you, I and the lofty one, magnanimous God. Over to you, mighty God. Speak to us. Bless us with your word. By two immutable things, the scripture declares that it's impossible for you to lie. You said, I have sworn by myself that I will not lie to David. Let your truth come to us today. Open our understandings. That we may understand the scriptures. Thank you for the first service. Glory be to your name. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the saints of God shout the louder. Amen. amen. And the saints of God shout the louder. Amen. amen. Before you sit down, let's just read a few verses from the book of Luke. Our text. But I'm just going to pick view. We'll not go that much as we've gone before. We pick from verse 17 to 21. Verse number 17 to 21. 
But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, to enough bread enough and to spare, and are perishing with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Thank you for your word. Amen. Please let me celebrate the choir. You guys are wonderful. The Lord bless you. You are blessed. Amen. I didn't say keep mosquitoes. I said celebrate them. That's what I said. Amen. God bless you, pastors. I appreciate grace. God bless you, sir. Amen. God bless you all. God bless every beautiful people here in the mighty name of Jesus. Be seated and be blessed. I took my time to study the scriptures, the, written of, the writings of Jesus. And I want to advise you and admonish you very strongly. Uh, take your time to read everything that Jesus wrote. Or everything that Jesus has spoken in the scriptures. Take your time to read it. Just take your time. All those letters in red, just read them. It will bless you. All right, that is direct from the Lord himself. All right. Uh, I have a Biharuji version of my Bible that have the word of God in pink, the word of Christ in red, and the rest of the word in black. That's beautiful. So you can come from black to pink, uh, sorry, to, to purple, purple, from black to purple, from purple to red. And it's so beautiful using that version. You will know it's talking part time. That's very interesting. Um, one of the greatest things you could ever do to yourself is not to know what is required of you. One of the greatest frustrations that could ever happen to any believer is that they desire anything from God, but they do not know what they require of them. There is always something required of you. There is a position you have to take. The Lord is going to fight for his people. He's going to give them victory. But it's required of them to stand still and take a position. All right? In your office, God wants to fight for you. You don't know the position to take. So you can be taking a position standing in the way of God to intervene on your behalf. So he said to them, in this battle, Second Chronicles 20, 17, you don't need to fight. But just take a position, stand still, and you will see the salvation of God. Missing it with God is not as important as getting back. Missing it is not as important as getting back. Getting back is the mission of God. He is a redeemer. He redeems time. He redeems opportunity. He redeems favor. He buys it back. In fact, the reason why he came is to buy us back by his blood. All right? So now the prodigal son had made a mistake in the first service. We've heard about that one. I'm not going there because of time. He had made a mistake of his life. He had made a blunder. He has taken a wrong step. The Lord told me several years ago, you don't need too many steps to go wrong in life. One wrong step is enough and everything will start going wrong. And he said also, you don't need too many steps to go right in life. Just encounter me and take the right step and things will start going right. Now, so prodigal son made a mistake. Uh, the mistake he made with God is that he has the father because it was Jesus talking about this parable. And what he was painting, he was painting a picture of God and us. He was painting a picture from the story. It's a parable. It's a coded word. 
he, he, you know, he concealed the word, but he was opening it up through the parable to let it be clear. You know, our fathers, they never spoke without parables. From your tribe, from my tribe, from all the tribes that all of us came from there, we have, we have proverbs, we have parables. And then we used to communicate great words that if you can catch that parable, you understand deeper what they are trying to say. Now, the prodigal son started his journey, like all of us start our journey, to say, God, give me. Someone say, give me. I did not hear you. You are not saying it louder. Give the give me syndrome is a problem with us. Give me husband. Give me wife. Give me job. Give me blessing. Give me, give me. Give me, give me. Give me, give me. And when he asked for it, he was given. Because he requested for it. But when this guy has been through hell and high waters, humiliation, pains of life, when he came to himself, he said, I will go to my father and I will tell him to make me. When you are made, things are added to you that you don't pray for. Give me this. Give me that. Give me Lord. Give me wife. I tell you the truth. When you are perfectly structured by God as a man, God will bring your wife. To any man who do his work diligently in his office, the company or the employee, they decide to add more things to the person and by addition, they promote the person. You don't pray for promotion. You enter into it. But when you are praying, Lord, promote me. They are, they are hiding promotion in our office. You can't be diligent according to the counsel of God and be denied what is rightfully yours. I didn't say it doesn't happen. But according to the patterns of God, if you are keeping the track of what you're supposed to do, the blessings of God will come. So the guy returned to his father on this, on this wisdom. I will tell my father, make me. Make me. Let, me. let me say the truth to you. I have asked God so many things and God has answered me. But there is nothing compared to when you are made. You know that scripture that that brother Abraham used for us the other time when he led in prayers. He said, an heir when he's a child, he differed nothing from his servant. Although he's the Lord of all, he will be under tutor. Until the time appointed of the father. Until he can be judged to be mature. When the father judges mature, he will entrust the thing to his hand. He will release it unto him. So the prodigal son in the story, he said to his father, give me. And that no matter your failure, no matter the mess, never lose the will to arise and go back to the father. Never lose the will. There is no, you can't sing so much that God do not want you around. It's the devil that is singing to your head. He has compassion. He knows our frailty. He knows the material that we are made of can, can cause us to fall. We are infallible sometimes. So, and he expect us to come back home. Something interesting happened within uh, two siblings. Uh, one broke a plate, the elder brother, and the younger brother saw him. So, he packed the broken plate and he discarded it. So, as we were discarding it, the younger brother came to him and said, I saw you. I'll go and tell. He said, please don't tell, don't tell. He said, okay. This is the agreement. Whatever I want you to do, you will do. So the mom would say, go do the digits. Yeah, when they finish eating, oh yeah, you, oh yeah, pack the digits. He will pack. He will tell us, oh yeah, take, watch. He said, ah. He said, I will tell. So he will quickly wash the plates and keep it somewhere. And uh, if mom said, okay, make the bed. And uh, the other brother said, it's your turn to do that. I said, make it. I don't know. He said, I will tell. And so he was manipulating his brother over the child. So one day, they gave them ice cream. 
and the, the younger brother's own was small because it was small. So they gave his other brother more. He said, change it or I will tell. So he feel again. But the dad now gave suya to the elder brother because he gave he came the last day, the previous day, and he gave gift to the rest of the children. But to the elder to the other brother, he, I think he has slept off. So they, they share. so the man now bought suya specially to give to him, and he looked forward to this chicken suya for the night. So I gave it to him. He said, "See, I would rather die today. Let me go and confess my sin myself." And I went to meet his mom. He said, "Mommy, mommy, I have done something wrong. Mommy, you will kill me today, but I will eat this suya." I won't let him eat chicken suya. Mom said, what happened? He said, I broke plate. Your plate, that one that they draw flour on. And it's a mistake, mommy. I, I didn't mean it. So I quickly want to throw it away. Since it's plenty, you will not quickly notice it. But he saw me. And, um, and he has been manipulating me. I will help him watch plate. I will do everything since. Then the mother laughed. And the mother said, I saw you the day you broke the plate. And I saw your brother when you make the deal. I was expecting you to come back to me. Why did it take you this long? And I tell the younger brother, after they spank him, and I said, never, uh, never blackmail your brother again. Don't do it for anybody. The devil is blackmailing you. You can return to God. No matter the mess, no matter the sin, you can come to God. There is no pot too black that God cannot shine and use for his glory. You can always return back. No matter how far you think you have gone, you can come back. I've been in meetings and crusades. People tell me, Pastor, you don't know what I have done. I say, you can't, done, you can't do more than what Adam has done in the garden by selling humanity into bondage. Your sin cannot be as worse as that one. It's under it. I say, if the Lord can have mercy and call himself the last Adam, is that he's a redeemer. The redemptive work of God is so strong that no matter how messy you have messed it up, you can always come back. Never let the devil tell you you can't come back. The Lord we serve is not the God of second chance. He's God of multiple chances. You can always come back. Are you with me? You can always come back. No matter how you've done it. And this is the good news I brought to you today from God in your inheritance. That part of the things you have with our God is that you can always come back and tell him I'm sorry. I always return back to him. And he'll forgive you. He will cleanse you. He will forgive your iniquities and remember your sins no more. But the beauty of this prodigal son to me is that he wasn't coming back to God, that he wasn't coming back to the father, that the father might give him his position back. When many people repent, the reason why they are repenting is that they want to retain their position. If you are a choir leader and you made a mistake and the pastor decided to punish you, and the pastor decided to place you on suspension, and you now come to say sorry. The reason why you are apologizing and repenting is that you want to retain your position. If you are truly sorry, you will come down yourself. Let God restore you. That's the beauty of this. And when they, the, the church does not have to tell anybody who commit any sin to step down. No, you step down yourself. You step yourself down. The prodigal son judge himself. Listen, this is the beauty of life in Christ. If you judge yourself, you will not be judged. He said, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Is it truly worthy in any respect? A child that asks his father for inheritance when the man is still alive. I'm not worthy to be called. I'm a disgrace to sonship. If they call son, they sh I should not show up. Servant is the title that befits me. But you see, that, that is his gesture on the earth. But the perception from the realm of the spirit is that the boy is now alive. Could it be possible that the toga of our arrogancy has stopped us from coming to glory? That the boy judge himself that this is my action is not befitting a son. Can any pastor?
said, I'm sorry, I've sinned against God. And then he was repenting. Even Ahab repented. Ahab, the bad boy, he tore his royal garment. And God said, see how he repented. See how this guy repented. I'm not going to kill you here. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to bring this judgment on you or you your children. But when they came to Saul, when Samuel came to Saul and he told him what he has done, he said, stay with me. Stay with me. At least still let people feel that God is still with me. And the prophet said, no, God has left you. You have acted foolishly. And as the man of God turned to go away, he grabbed his cloth and he tore it. And that, that's a man interceding for him, for God not to take the throne away from him. Guess what the man of God said? He said, you tore my cloth, today your kingdom is torn from your hand. And God just approved it in heaven. He was the one blocking heaven what they want to do. He's the one that now releases judgment. You must be very careful. If you are sorry, let him show. Why is it that some couple, when they had misunderstanding, maybe there is a instrumental issue and whatever between husband and wife, why is it difficult for a wife to forgive their husband? Because truly some men do not truly repent. Yes. You say you are sorry, but you don't repent. Bible says, bring for the fruit of repentance. Repentance has a fruit. You will see that the person is remorseful, is broken, and this is a serious one. He wasn't claiming any stuff. You don't tell sorry to your wife because you want to sleep with her that night. You're wrong. Hold on to your hair. You're wrong. I'm sorry I did it. Be responsible. The prodigal son said he's not the devil. Albeit it was the devil that pushed him on the journey. But I agree with him. Can two walk together? I said they agree. I agree with him to get this happen. I, I blew it. He said that I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of the hired servants. Now, this is the question I want to ask you. If the property of the father is what he has shared with them, what is he returning back to? The father should at that time have nothing. He has divided all his livelihood. He has liquidated his asset. He has divided it to them. He has shared it to two of them. So what is the boy coming back to? In other words, what the boy collected from his father is not inheritance. Because if that's inheritance, the father did not have it again. The higher servant are still at home. He's still paying them. The elder brother's inheritance is still with him. And the father's inheritance has increased again. The boy returned back home to say, make me like a servant. How will I pay you if I have given you the estate? Do you understand what I'm talking about? Now, in other words, if I discover, in my hand, the thing finished. In his hand, it increases. So when the boy came and the father saw him afar off, the father ran to meet him, threw himself on the boy's neck, and they hugged themselves in such cordiality. And he said, he was just waiting for the next statement from the boy's mouth. He said, Daddy, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. The man was looking at him. Make me like one of your hired servants. I have sinned against heaven. I have sinned against the earth. I'm sorry, Dad. But I'm, I didn't come back that you would take me as a son. I came back that you, a servant. The father said, this boy was dead. Now he's alive. He was lost. Now he's found. Now, boy, on your failure, on your brokenness, on the ashes of your dying today, take inheritance. And he order for the inheritance. What produces things? I'm not giving you fish in this meeting. 
Prophetic ministry give fish. Be blessed. Receive it. In three days, this will happen. In one month, that will happen. I see you doing this one. This one and this one is happening. That is fish. When a prophet teaches you how to go about it, that is teaching you how to fish. In other words, when the man is not there, you can always do it. And a true prophet will not route people to himself, but to God. The father will never reject the son and return to him in lowliness of heart, in humility, judging himself unworthy and in sincere repentance. Sometimes God permits us to go astray. He didn't let us go astray. He permitted us to go astray. He permitted us to fail that we can be wiser and better. How many of you are better now? You are wiser now, but you are foolish before. My father told me, nobody become wise. Something must happen to you, and you will now be wise. If you, don't, if you don't hear what I say, I spoke in tongues. As the Holy Ghost, you need the gift of interpretation of tongues. You don't just become wise. Something must happen to you and you'll be wise. The father rejoiced. This boy is better now. He said, and that, I'm sorry. I just wasted, I just wasted everything. I messed it up. I, my, my life, I've seen things and everything. The father knows. If I give him anything, he won't go out again. He has tasted out. He saw there's nothing there. It is good for you to be juvenile and put your hand in some mess. You'll be wise. But I'm just praying that it will not be too late. You think you are a fine boy wearing sofa trousers and they make it slim, you know, whatever like that. You are 40 years old now. Your, your time is going. And then you look back, clock is ticking. Some realize that they are fools when they are, when they are already going to 50. You are doing beer gang. Then your gang has moved on. There is time for everything. It's time for you to be stupid. It's permitted. Don't be foolish, it's permitted. But if ever we entrust anything in your hand, they don't give it to a child. A child is easily distracted. You can give a child the key of your car, and they gave the child ice cream, and he dropped the key. It's a child. You don't give a child something. He must grow. I gave my son 1,000 euros to go buy something. My wife said, the boy has not been going out. I said, take, ride your bicycle. But he was carried away with the bicycle. He lost 1,000 euros. I dealt with him. I, I drilled him. My wife was, her eyes cannot take it. Guess what? That boy was one managing the house now when I'm here. And it's just 14. He will check the oil before he put on the generator. He will check this one. He will do this one. He will do the other one. He will know that the card in the meter is going down. He, he, was, he was multitasked. Mom, the mother said, you are stretching this boy. I said, no. The boy is growing to wood. Because when the here is the son of Prophet Sam, expectation will be too much on him. They will just assume him just to be flying. They will know he has blood flowing in his vein. And he has a teenage syndrome. And if it's fighting as a teenager too, they will not understand. But we will fight together, son. We will go through this process together and you will be better. You will discover that the things that are precious are foolish and they are tofillary for a child. You don't need them. So the father wants to give it to you, but can you handle it? If we give you the millions and you come to the top place in life, and you come around guys who have been with silver spoon, before your father is born, they have been in wealth. And you, you are just the first generation of the blessed one. You find yourself in their midst, you want to show. And they look at you, who are you? Let's spend in dollars. You say, yes, let's go. They have something to fall back. You have nothing. And Joe, but you 
A wise guy doesn't go on rampage with people competing with those who don't know where they come from. You are racing with man on express. You don't know the size of the engine of his car. You hear hum. You do hum. Your hum can knock your engine. Are you with me here? Don't just join the speed when you are not built up. You have to be sure of the kind of engine that you carry. The kind of thing you have. One guy on Tom Miller Bridge, I was, I was going and the guy was beside me and the guy would come in front of me and he would drove, he would drove so rough and roughly and I'd come in front of the guy. At the point I just go. I will show you. Some men did do it. God said, since he will still be showing them, we can't give him. This one will be showing. You know, sometimes when you drive a big car and a small car is in front of you, carry your car off the road. Carry out something, something jump on your shoulder when you hide the steering. Because the car is not ready. It's not ready. We can't entrust him. He can't take the material of inheritance. He's a little boy. A big boy. And it is never coincidence that they call the rich guy in Abuja big boys because they are boys and boys play with toys at times failure make us humble and make us mature in Psalm 119 and verse 67 David said Psalm 119 verse 67 said, before I was afflicted I went astray but now my brain is awake to keep your word in verse 71 of the same psalm, he said, it is good that I have been afflicted. Why, David? That I may know and learn your statutes. Circumstances that made us humble and remorseful prepare us for great wisdom. I repeat it. Circumstances that make us humble and remorseful, they prepare us for great wisdom. I was ministering somewhere and somebody came to me and said, man of God, I respect grace. I celebrate grace. I respect anointing. He said, I want you to pray for me that I carry the same function that you carry. I said, just in this meeting, Nana, Nana, just like that. I said, I said, will you bleed the way I bleed? Because when he circumcised, you bleed. And you be in Gilgal for him to roll away reproach of the circumcision. I said, when he cuts you, it hurts. When he cuts, it hurts. When it hurts, it hurts, and you'll be healed. You have a scar to show that you can handle what is in your hand. So when demons saw you with scepter of authority, they don't look at the scepter, they look at your scar. If you have no scar, they can contend with you. When they see scar, they bow. You don't need to fight them. Demons leave territory when you enter. Because they know you've dealt with something similar that is a sign on you. Let no man find me trouble, for I bear my body the mark of Christ. You must have an understanding if you want to carry anything. The scars on you. God, you are wounding me again. God, you give me blow again. God, why? He said, so that when you receive it, nobody will contend it. Understand the element of inheritance. The rope, the family ring, the ring and the sander. Someone said the rope. You are not talking with me. Say the rope. The ring and the sanders. Louder, the robe, the ring, and the sandal. Amplify the message, Bible call it the best robe. The best robe, family ring, the sandal. In Luke chapter 15, verse 22, but the father said to his servant, Bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hands, 
and a sandal on his feet. Number one, what is the rope? Jesus Christ is our rope. You can be born again and you are not putting him on. Everything in creation has been bequeathed to Christ Jesus. He is the head of all things and in him all things consist. Without him nothing can be assess accessible. Everything in creation recognizes Christ as their owner. So the more Christ is forming you, the more things can come to you. You become attractive to the blessing once the blessing can see Christ. You will enter office that you quoted for something. And the quotation is looking for Christ. If you can't fight Christ, you will bribe. You will tell them, let me have this contract. What is the court? Is it 60, 40, 70, 30? Let's do it the way they do it. But I think you are a Christian. Let's leave Christianity around and do this one. You, see, you, are, you can't be entrusted with something solid. They will enter. They want to see Christ. And Christ being formed in you is work. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. Let me just stay, let me stay disciplined as we go on. Without him, nothing can be accessible. Everything in creation recognizes him alone as the sole owner of all things. So, if you must assess anything, you must put on Christ. When I wasn't born again, in my teenage years, my father gave me a charm belt to put on. I'm going to take something in one school. As I enter the place, they open the door, go inside. The principal that was sitting on the, on the table gave everything an extra and escort me outside. When I go to my father, I said, I should give it to him. And go and lick palm oil or my waist will begin to shrink. We know all those kind of charms, how they work. My mother-in-law, when they came from the Nigeria army, and they said, uh, Nigeria Air Force, and they said, my father-in-law will be transferred to Kanji. They took them to Jaws. They bombed my wife in Jaws. They took them to Kaduna. She got to know Kaduna. They moved them to another place. Now, when they were in Lagos, they are now settling down. She said, okay. They now want to move. And then the children are very settled because it took a longer time now. And I want to take the man to Kanji. The woman went and get one powerful charm and walked to meet the military guy that was in charge and leaked something and said, you cannot let him go. And you cannot, the man cannot let him go. And he cannot let him go. And he cannot let him go. She returned back, she was, uh, from the place back, she, her, her mouth was inching her very terribly. She had to come and lick palm oil and some stuff to be healed, to be okay. There is power in darkness, but greater power is in the light. Colossians 1.15. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. He is the image of the invincible God, the firstborn over all creation. By him, all things were created that were in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones, whether they be dominions, or principalities, or power, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in him all Things that, that in all things he may have preeminence. Everything is bequeathed to Christ. Principality power, they will bow when they see Christ. <laughs> Pay attention, just play with me. In a, in a, in a, in a, as you finish our Jesus is the rope we put on 
in the new covenant. Romans 13, 4. Romans 13, 14. Romans 13, 14. Correction. Romans 13, 14. He says, put, but put on the Lord Jesus and make no provision for the flesh to fill his doors thereof. So I say, put on. I don't hear you say, put on. The Father order for the rope, put it on him. Put it on him. I'll give you scriptures to back that up in Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. Galatians 3, 27. For as many of you that were baptized into Christ have what? Put on Christ. Ephesians 4, 20. Where the woman of God uh, was used to pray with us a few minutes ago. He said, but you have not so learned Christ. If you have indeed heard of him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grow corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And you put on the new man which is created according to God in righteousness and in holiness. Put him on. That old garment you are putting on, let them see you in the old version. Put on something different. I entered a place one time, and everybody was saying, um, excuse me, your face looks familiar. I've seen you somewhere. I said, yes. And I was moving on. I was familiar with everybody. You know who I'm familiar with? I look like their God. I'm putting on something strange. You can put it on. You can put him on. Look at how the scripture put this very clearly in Colossians chapter 9 from verse, from, from verse 9, chapter, Colossians chapter 3 from verse 9 to 14. Message Bible. Stay with me. Let's enjoy the word of God together. Colossians 3, 9 to 14. Don't lie to one another. You are done without that whole life. Are you together with me? You are done without what? Without old life. It is it's a filthy set of ill-fitting clothes. You have been stripped off of them. Put it in fire. Now you are dressed in a new wardrobe. Each item of your new ways of life is custom made by the creator. And with his label on it, all the fashions are now, all the old fashions are now obsolete. What's like Jews, non-Jews, religion, religion, inside that, outside that, uncivilized, uncaught, slave and free means nothing. From now on, everyone is defined by Christ. Everyone is included in Christ. Let me hear hallelujah there. Look at verse 12 to 14. So, chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength. You know, strength of the unbeliever is a noisy strength. Do you know who I am? Do you know? You are nothing. Shut up. Quiet strength. You sit down and they say, Oh, we are looking for another center of the church. He's called 30 millionaire. I just whispered to the pastor, Don't raise, don't shout about it. I'll take care of you with my wife. Not that you give the pastor a check of 30 million and you expect the pastor to mention in church, Praise God! Brother Dele is very fantastic. A very generous brother of ours. A very trustless brother. He loved the Lord. He Give it all to me. Use King James to say it so you can take it serious. With his wifery. And they came it. When they came it, I collected. And he's starting him. Church shout hallelujah. And he will say, no, 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 no. It's nothing. It's nothing. You're, 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 oh, don't let me. If the pastor did not talk. He, he went there. The pastor did not talk. So he came by himself to share testimony. Praise God. Our God is good and is merciful. Some people are proud. They don't want to acknowledge that some people are greater than them. 
but that's not where I'm going today. I'm going to my testimony. Before, when I entered this church, we don't have much money, but God has blessed us. The last time pastor was calling people to bring 30 million, I gave it to him. <laughs> At least if you don't say it, he has said it. He always wants to show quiet strength. Quiet strength. Quiet strength. Tomorrow I will share three encounters I had with God with you. I changed the trajectory of my life forever. Quiet strength. It's part of what we put on. There is a problem in a party. There is a pandemonium everywhere. The solution was with me, and I sat down quietly. Because when there was pandemonium during the wine, in the party at the wedding in Gilead in Galilee, the Lord did not talk. He was highlighted by the person who knew him and gave instruction to those who were approaching that whatever he tells you to do, you get down, make a drama. And they came to him. And who came to him? They were servants. It's only servant that have access to secret. This boy said, make me a servant. In the first miracle of Jesus, it was servants that knew where the wine came from. The master of ceremony did not know. And sometimes when a son does not become a servant, he can't carry the power. We go on with that. It says, so you... So chosen by God for this new life of love, dressed in the wardrobe God has picked for you, compassion. Compassion, some of us do not have compassion for one another. Kindness, uh -oh. humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even tempered, content with second place. What? He said be content with second place. You know, the brother said, if we ask a song, we're going to sing. But the song changed. God changed it. And they sang the song. Imagine the sister who was to lead the first one that they said is not singing it. When they are singing the other one, she will not sing. Ha! How can somebody rehearse a song and they now change it? What kind of thing is that? My dear, you can't be entrusted with song that heals. You must be content with second place. Be content with second place. Never second place. Yeah, the master of the keyboard here yeah, and the principals and power that hold the keyboard together. In Dominion, you see it. And Pastor said, This is my brother from Lagos. He will play for us. And there is a way the thing is singing and the person is playing. Now say to yourself, What kind of thing is this? How Pastor they fall my hand? And let me press this thing for them. That will be the presser. <laughs> Keep pressing. Well, in God, you can press. Uh, be content with second place. I was, in a, I was in a meeting invited. I'm the one they are waiting for, but nobody knows me. They've not seen my face. Those are the days I don't use posters. I don't use pictures. And the usher, we are coming in. I want to pass the pastor's place that I saw. And he said, I should go and take the back. He said, go. Take the back. I said, no, I'm the... I, I was explaining to her. Hey. So he told my, my pastor that followed me. So that one should come. Me, I should go. That one said, he's our pastor. Yeah, go follow him. Follow him. So we went to the back. I didn't see the pastor. I've not been to the church before. So I didn't know what to do. So we went to the back. And from the back, we passed. And then we saw the crowd. Then noise started from the back. Because there was somebody that we went to the hospital to pray for one time. And the person was healed. And said, that is the prophet. So there is noise at the back. And the pastor just said, just had the noise. The man of God is here. So the usher too was waiting. When she saw me, she wanted to faint. And she was like, I said, come sit down. It's okay. It's okay. But if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's before. How dare you? How? 
do you know I have anointing that can bros <laughs> God look at you that you will kill people boy you can't be given this strength under control because of the garment be content with second place quick to forgive an offense that that's your new garment in the wardrobe quick to forgive an offense forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgive you regardless regardless of what else you put on we are love it is your all basic it is your basic all purpose garment never be without it we are love There was a fight that broke up. I was driving, and the conductor and the guy were fighting. These are bad boys. They're fighting. It was it was dirty, and people were moving away from there. I just parked and I get down, and I said, hey, "Stop!" And as I stopped them, the other guy stopped. The other one, I said, "I'm telling you to stop. What's wrong with you?" Uh, he said, "Baba, now your face are the look." I said, "I said stop, stop this rubbish and whatever." As I was stopping them, they matched my shoe, my Italian shoe. <laughs> you know, they scratched the shoe, no. And I was trying to be the peacemaker, for blessed are the peacemaker, they shall be called the sons of God. They scratched the shoe. And they was like, fine. And because they scratched the shoe, I said, what is wrong with you? So the other guy started to scratch the shoe. Now, now calm down. And I said, what's your problem? And I said, we are fighting for money. We have 1,000 naira. I said, you should enter with change. You don't want to enter. Something very funny like that. And I said, so if, if I give you 1,000, will you settle it? He said, Baba, you have to give me two. So we give you two. Lisa, two. This you can just go with this one. So I gave the word that we go. I entered the car, but I was sad for the shoe. And the Lord said to me, I want them to brush that shoe. Because that shoe is as enter your head. Because where we are going, I want to show them the shoe. You know, where we were going, please, will you help me with the phone? I want to sit down. Um, uh, glory. Keep coming, Pastor. Keep coming. Glory, glory. I have to. I have to twist the shoe. It's my shoe. I know the price of that shoe. It worth two fifty pounds, and I want to show them. Calculate it in Nigeria money. Nobody wear it here. So they scratched it. So I have to keep the shoe. <laughs> my shoe. If your heart is still in things, you can't carry inheritance. You wear shoe. Shoe must not wear you. I've been through journey. I've been poor from vessel to vessel, from vessel to vessel. I make some confession to you. Will laugh your head out, but I don't want you just to laugh. I want you to see yourself in retrospect that you are toiling with things that you don't know the damages that they are doing to you. You are not putting it on. When you put on humility, you offend your wife, and your wife is not broken. She didn't see that she did anything wrong, or she offended you, and then you, you, are, you are giving silent treatment to what you are doing. And the Lord said, You have to make peace in this house. It has to be. You have to make peace. So the thing they did happen to my pastor. He said he was at home, and the wife was misbehaving, and the home was tensed and everything. And he said, God, if she can just realize that she's wrong, and she just says, Sorry, it will be over. It's as if when God had it, God went to pour fire in the wife. When God had him say that, that condition so he tried 
And I said, they just remembered the scripture I quoted in church while I was training them a few months back about pursue peace. That sometimes peace is not available. You have to pursue it. So the word came to him with the spirit of understanding that you have to go to meet the wife. Guess what? Now when to meet this wife, that was in I said, honey, she pretended she didn't hear. Honey, he said, honey, stop this now. Why are you doing this? He said, what? He said, honey, come, come on. So he, he tried to douse it down. He said, it's okay. Forget about what happened. Let's forget about it. He said, no. Shabby, you know how to form. And they form now. Ah. Then he realized that devil has entered. And he has to tread with caution. It took him one hour to calm the demon out of his wife. Not every demon you cast out. Some of them you entreat them to go. If you want to clap, you can just go ahead and just do that. Not every demon you cast out. Those ones, they just say, honey, 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 honey. Joe, it's okay. I said, I want to fight. You will kill somebody today. This is the person that is talking. It's like spaghetti. You give her one. You, you, you. One of my sons said to me, said, Daddy, I was provoked to hear. I said, Let her just say one more. I will land on her. I said, Kai. You will not say, You will say, Boo. Talo Fiedjo. Who do you see that with? In certain America, they give guns legally to people when you have married for 12 years and there's no police report. No assault of any kind. They say, if you can stay with me for 12 years without fighting, you can hold a gun without killing anybody anyhow. Woman, our sisters, and they're, and they're correct most of the time, you know. Men are blind. Sister Cecilia was coming around. Daddy, good afternoon, sir. He said, ah, good afternoon, how are you? How is everything? How is school? Good girl. Your wife can see whether she has material motive or is truly good morning or good afternoon. So when she brings it to you, you are like, what do you mean? You know why men resisted it? Do you mean I'm a weakling? Am I, am I, am I that cheap? And it is when the man almost falls into the thing that we see that the girl that he thought he was a small girl was bigger than him. Oh. Because you'll be petting her. Cecilia, ah, Cecilia, ah, Cecilia. That's when you know that you are. No man put fire on his bosom, I will not be born. So when she said no, just enter car and go. Oh no, you're going on the way, you are not happy the way she talked. Honey, I didn't say you should not say something, but the way you say it. My wife tell me when we first got married, after about a year or two, he said, I don't know how to talk to you. I said, how? He said, because you tell me how. And it's, not, it's not the way, it's not what you say, it's the way you say it. He said, if I don't know way, let me just say what I want to say. When you want to take me to the way, we have issue. So let me say it. I said, the way you're even talking now is not the right way to talk. <laughs> Praise God. You are laughing because it looks familiar, isn't it? You must have had the experience. And that's the truth about the matter. So you put on Christ. They, 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 somebody wants to cheat you. Allow them. Jesus said, if they slap your right cheek, you turn left. You don't know what it means to turn left. It means somebody is doing something very nasty, very stupid. They're repeating the game. And you, you, God said, you should leave them. You let it be. You put on Christ. My, my pastor warned a, a mechanic to Christ. The mechanic would just come. He would say, sir, the cram is damaged. The cam is damaged. The shaft is spoiled. Cram, cam shaft. He's talking to a pilot. The man will say, okay, how much is it? He will say, the cram is 50,000, cam is 30,000, that one is uh, 
He will say, maybe 40,000. Yes. And uh, you will need money for transport. Maybe you are going to, yes. You collect it. He will, not, he will be telling people, they say, that man is my maga. He's my mugu. So he was doing that. He was giving him. And some people, one day, one day, somebody says, sir, didn't you know the price they sell this in the market? He said, I know. But the Lord wants to win him. He shed blood and spending money. He said, leave him, let him be taking it. Today, the man is a man of God. The mechanic. He's a mechanic of, in the uh, Ajayi farm in Lagos, in Ikeja. That is a mechanic village there. He's the head of the mechanic. He's not lettered, so he can't speak a very smooth English, but he's anointed. And he's a man with integrity. A former thief. I was looking at some boys in the church. You are proving difficult. And one of the guys are smoking. And we try to preach to them. They are not changing. And the Lord said to my wife uh, in the morning that we should treat them in royalty. Did you know what it means? And God came to us in plain language. Take them to the most expensive hotel in town and treat them for lunch. And it's Sheraton Hotel. So I took all these bad boys. I begged them to dress well. So we went to Sheraton. When we got to Sheraton Hotel, they all sat down. They were eating. I told them they can eat. As some of them are using vegetables to eat ice cream. Now, I never knew in Sheraton. Now, then, it was 10,000 naira for the buffet, for the lunch. And the Chapman, I don't know, it's not part of, they were just drinking Chapman like water. When they give us beer, my leg shake. I said, God. So I want to say to them, I'm a they were eating, they were drinking, but at the end of the day, two of them were one to God. Born again, spirit-filled, anointed of God, workers in the vile, because somebody can put on Christ. Inheritance can go win souls. There was a boss in one of my daughter's office who had been very, very wicked. Did anything you want to call wickedness, you find it with that boss. But she put on Christ. The man will ride on her. You will tell her to stay back to do some stuff. And I didn't know why I didn't do stuff. So they went to the board meeting one time and now said they are splitting their company. They want to have another place where they want somebody to head it and they want to produce, produce somebody now. And the man recommended her. He said what he said. I dealt with that girl. I ride over her head. I set her up. There is nothing I do not do so she can be. I want to prove that she's a bad person. I want to prove that she didn't have that Christ because she make me feel like a sinner anytime I see her. He said, but she always passed. So they, got, they gave the promotion letter to the girl. She was excited and sorry. And they told her, do you know who recommend you? He said, I don't know. It's God. I know. It's God, but he used devil. It's God, but he used devil. And that word is true. He uses the devil. You are too proud to be blessed. Something is on you. But when I come down, I can't come down. It's on me. <laughs> that's why you can't get there. I told you, that's to drop it down. You know, the ladies, when the lady's pretty, when she dress and the makeup, if the makeup, those makeup artists, God will forgive them. They will transform a ugly mechacha to yellow bororo. There is nothing they cannot do. They transform this lady. It looks so beautiful and everything like that. And we love such makeups. So when she come out, she won't comment. And she will bluff it. You are beautiful. Thank you. But she wants it. Say, ah! Who is this? You look like, oh, you took a laba? She will look at me again. And she will believe what they said. That that's how she look. When my daughter was smaller, 
She's, she had a mind of her own. She'll go and pick red to pink to yellow for church on Sunday. Man, you are not Joseph that have coat of many color. Coat of many color even put Joseph in trouble. And one of them said, pick this one. She said, no. Then she'll come to daddy. Now I said, my angel, say, daddy, you come around. Kiss, kiss, we kiss, we do everything like that. Maybe 30 kiss for that day, 15 here, 15 here. So after the kiss and everything, I said, you, 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 you. Say yes, daddy, say, it's all right. A mother had been with her for one hour. I will do it in five minutes. I just remove the color. Don't wear this one. Wear this one. Wow, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, that wow is beautiful. I must be remembering to say it till we finish that. <laughs> she come around. Or else she will not obey the order for the next week. What are you putting on? Put on Christ. Be gentle. Be compassionate. Be kind. This, these are the traits that you have naturally. Can I say something to you? When the Lord said to David, he should go and overtake and pursue and recover all, it was compassion that caused him to connect to his inheritance. It, it, where he was going, it was a desert area. There is no footpath or footprint of anybody that you can trace them. Even if anybody walked in that place, the wind will blew the sand and cover the tracks. But he found somebody on the floor dying. He had compassion. Sometimes helping people is helping yourself. He helped the man up. And the man told him we are the one that came to rob. A few days ago. And I will take you to where they are. And he was able to recover her. The prophecy in your life is hanging on your clothing. The reason why prophecy are not fulfilled is that you are not putting on Christ. And he stated it. I love the message Bible. It makes it so clear. King James might give you confusion. Message make it clear. These are custom-made clothes. He said, well, this is, now, this is, there is a, I'm not going to call this pastor. He said, this is all-purpose garment. All-purpose garment. Love. Never be without it. You know, love. <coughs> One beautiful thing about love is that it covers multitude of sin. I'm going to forgive you for anything you did wrong because I consider myself that I used to be very, very terrible before I became this beautiful. It took the patient of the porter who mad the clay again and removed to another one. So I will permit your excessiveness and your folly on the basis of his mercy that I've obtained. When you begin to be like this, that's the, what the father gave him first. When he first came, he gave him the robe. Without the robe, Ghana says inheritance. The man said, you come back, you see everything increase, everything increasing, everything plenty. Why do you think they happen? It's because of what they put on. Finally, I read to you First Peter chapter 3 from the New King James Version of the Bible from verse number 8. First Peter 3 from verse 8. It says, Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion one for another. Love as brothers. Be tender-hearted. Be courteous. Not returning evil for evil or revering for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing. Knowing that you are called to this. You are called to what? To this. You are called to this. That you may what? Inherit. See that? That's what we are called to do. Can we take it again? From verse 8. This time around. Go back my brother. Let's do it. Finally, all of you. Can we read it together? One, two, everybody read. Finally, all of you be of one mind. Having compassion for one another. Love as brothers. As tender hearted. Be courteous, not returning evil for evil, reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing. 
knowing that you are called to this, that you might inherit a blessing. Do you see that now? Inheritance is tied to lifestyle. Inheritance is tied to life. You want to inherit a blessing, so you have to be cautious. You are not returning evil for evil. I will show you. I will do this. Don't show people. Don't do that. That is not the nature of a believer. One of my pastors did something very nasty and I decided not to give him the gift that I was giving other pastors. And, and I was justified in my heart that oh, if, you, you won't take anything from this. All, all of you that are there, faithful ones, share it. And my wife came, my wife said, be like your heavenly father. And I allow his rain to fall in the house of the just and unjust. I've never, it's as if I've never read that scripture in my life. Now, you know what my wife just told me? Be like your heavenly father. He allow his rain to fall in the house of the just and the unjust, which means the Lord have a way of dealing with an unfaithful people. Pastor, the Lord have a way of dealing with an unfaithful people. They will never inherit blessing. I'll show you tomorrow. An unfaithful person will never inherit the blessing. It is for the faithful. But once you can now judge them, God doesn't need to deal with them anymore. So my wife said, I should be like my heavenly father. So I called the pastor, I gave it to him. I don't know whether that is what was responsible directly. There were some things that have been, I put my heart away from them. Everything began to come back to me. I didn't pray. Finally, in the Beatitude, Jesus showed us that we are not to pray for mercy. As much as I pray for mercy, you pray for mercy, who will pray for mercy? He said, be merciful. You will obtain mercy. Be tender-hearted. Let your heart be pure. You will see God. The hunger and your thirst, I feel it. These are the things God laid out, how things should be done. Are you putting it on? And it's the way we come and the Lord rub it on us. Christ, that you bow your head like this. And people think you are a fool. But you can see. My father brought me when he was to retire from the force. And the commissioner of police was there in Lagos State. Antiyo was there. The popular Antiyo Atalagbo was there. And different people, they were all there. And I came inside. I entered inside. And all of them, you see, they were laughing at once because she has ego. And that's the antitic bear here. So they were playing. They were, were kidding me. As I entered, they said, welcome, Pastor. Come. You are our son. We have been watching you. And allergy, your father can testify to this. There is something that you put on. At this, your cloth will not be stained. And they all removed their cap and they knelt for me to pray. That was one of the greatest days of my life. I lay hand on Alaji, my father. Father, let me lay hand on him in the name of Dad! Receive ye the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and I was playing, I was enjoying that moment together. When I stepped out of that place, and the Lord said to me, Now you enjoy the honor. But when I say you should wear the robe, it seems difficult. I want you to rise on your feet, everybody. God bless you. I want you to, I want you to ask God to clutch you with Himself. Root me with Your glory. Root me. I saw Joshua the high priest. Satan was standing beside him, forcing filthy garment on him. Remove every filthy garment from me. Put on me the garment of glory. I don't hear your voice, beloved. Rope me. Set a fear my tire on me. Put a turban on my head. 
In Zechariah chapter 3, he talked about what he saw. I saw Joshua, the high priest. He was to be the high priest of God, but Satan was forcing filthy garment on him, so his priesthood can be to nothing. Clothe me, Lord, more kindness, more tender-heartedness, more gentleness, quiet strength. Not reviling, not preparing evil for evil, not reviling for reviling. But love, help me put on all purpose. Garment. Help me put it on today. It's an inheritance that I want to assess. The robe. The robe. When he returned back, the robe is what the father gave him first. The robe. The robe. The robe. The robe. The robe. Shall be the boy has returned back home. Why didn't the father let him enter the house? No, he cannot enter the house the way he left. He has to be clothed afresh because now he's alive. Lift up your hands, Lord. Help me, Lord, to put it on. This wickedness, you are, you are so full of wickedness, betraying one another, doing evil. You are slimy because of what you want to get. Stop it. It will stop your inheritance. You are called to inherit the blessing. You are called to inherit the blessing. You are called to inherit the blessing. Inheritance is tied to lifestyle. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Rob me, Lord Jesus. I will not repay evil for evil anymore. I will not have offense in my spirit. I will forgive quickly. I can do it in my strength, for my strength shall no man prevail. But you can help me today to be a better person, a better believer, a better husband, a better wife, a better brother, a better sister, a better tenant, a better landlord, a better worker, a better owner of a company. Help me, Lord, to put on the robe. Let them seize you in me. Let my life not overshadow you, but you overshadow me. Let me reveal you. Let my life reveal you, Jesus. Find a pure revelation through my life. Let it be a crystal clear that you can see through.
garment is coming on you this hour. A garment is coming on you this hour. 